0: Listen to me. Listen to me. We don't argue with winning. I don't care if it was by five points. I don't care if it was by 45 points. We don't argue with winning ever, ever, ever. Indiana on the bubble, on the road. They get the win against Minnesota 84-79. We ring the bell. We ring the bell. The bell of victory is what we do. We ring this is an instant postgame, an Indiana basketball instant postgame brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Let's go, Johnson's Plumbing. You got plumbing needs. You need the Johnsons. Give them a call, 765-610-8809. Oh my God, what kind of a game was that? Indiana had a 70-43 lead With under 10 minutes left to go in this game. And Minnesota cut the lead down to three before Xavier Johnson knocked down two foul shots to ice the thing. Finally, once and for all, how good was Peyton Willis down the stretch from Minnesota? What did Indiana do? This is why, like, if you're Indiana or any basketball team and you're up 27, the best thing you can be after being up 27 is up 29 or 30. You have got to keep playing. You have got to keep making the effort to get stops. You've got to keep knocking down shots and running your offense. It doesn't matter how many points you're up. It doesn't matter how many points you're down. You continue to function and you continue to make effort. Or, if Indiana had lost this game, wow, the NCAA tournament dreams, gone. But they finished. They won. They continued to score a little bit. I know that Minnesota came back. You got to find a way to play smart basketball. That held ball late. A uh, uh, Parker Stewart going up with Miller Cop and wrestling for a rebound. What is he doing? Like it, you got to be smart to win games in the Big Ten. Hey, here's the difference between Indiana fans who grew up watching Indiana play under Bob Knight. And Indiana fans who are too young to have experienced that, any night era Indiana fans judge Indiana players based upon the mistakes they make, especially the metal mistakes. Post night people, they just love to watch plays, right? If you got Tamar Bates hitting a shot, or you got Jordan Ger- Geronimo getting a dunk or a block, they're like, these, these guys have got to play more. The night era fans. They watch these guys, and they're like, oh, man, you can't play these guys. They make way too many mistakes, and Parker Stewart can be that kind of guy. The thing that I loved about Xavier Johnson, Xavier Johnson had a big night. We're going to talk about Xavier Johnson uh, in terms of scoring and that kind of stuff because this was another really, really good – he backed it up, did he not? But what I really like tonight is that for about 32 minutes, it looked like the Minnesota team – wanted to do something other than play basketball. Like either they were too busy last night or they were planning to be too busy tonight. They had dinner reservations, whatever. It's happy hour at at some campus place. I don't know what it was, but they looked thoroughly disinterested in playing basketball. And what Xavier Johnson did with live ball turnovers or defensive rebounds is push the pace. Man, that dude was off. Gone. And when he did that, he made Indiana even less fun to play against. And when you're no fun to play against, most of the time a team will wilt. And it looked like Minnesota was wilting, down twenty-seven. Right? You thought, oh, "This is," but you knew not to. You knew to keep standing and keep watching. I got a text from a friend, an IU friend, the great Paulie Balls, who said, hey, when was the last time Indiana waxed a team like this on the road in the Big Ten? And I said, hey, (laughs) no, 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 we're not going there yet. Let's take a deep breath. You know what I mean? This is not by any stretch of the imagination over. I still remember the game that Mike Davis coached where Indiana was up, I think, 16 at the barn, with three minutes left, and Indiana lost that game. So I don't count chickens, right? We wait until the clock is at zero, and then we get very, very happy about a win, which we do tonight, because the win is the thing. The, the style over the last eight minutes, I'm not entirely worried about. But Indiana got the win, despite the fact that Peyton Willis went off yo. Did he not? Late in this game, let's talk about the statistics a little bit and talk about, no, Minnesota is not a great team. I don't know whether a commenter said that or not. Minnesota was terrible the first 32 minutes of the game. Terrible. Lost defensively, and this was really a consistent theme throughout the game. Like early on, you had Trace Jackson Davis with a couple of dunks, Ray Thompson with a dunk, Jordan Geronimo with a dunk, just on simple cuts to the basket. You know, Minnesota was not playing good defense. They were cutting under screens and giving Indiana all kinds of room to knock down threes. And Xavier Johnson took full advantage, hitting four of six threes tonight, seven to 16 from the field, 24 points again, although it took him 16 shots to do it this time instead of seven like the other night. But that's okay. It's a win. A win's a win. Trace Jackson Davis with 14 and eight. Eight assists for Xavier Johnson, 10 turnovers for Indiana, most of those coming late. They only had four with just a few minutes left to go in this game. Uh, Minnesota, Peyton Willis, 28 points in this game, and the vast majority of those coming late in the game. Sutherland, uh, 13 points. He was really pretty good. Uh, Minnesota went to the line 14 times. Indiana went 20 times, but that was because of late fouls. They hit 14 of those free throws. When Indiana hit 70% of their foul shots, I got no problem with Indiana and the way they're shooting foul shots. So Indiana gets the W. They are squarely on the bubble. They remain on the bubble. This is really kind of a net zero win. A loss would have been crippling. A win doesn't really help so much as you look ahead to the final two games of the regular season. The first of those is at Simon Scott Assembly Hall against Rutgers. That game's 7 o'clock on BTN. Can you beat Rutgers? Rutgers is a t- like Taylor, tale of two teams, right? They either play really well or they play terribly, and it's been really well of late. And then they got Purdue next Saturday, 2 o'clock on ESPN. You'd rather win this game against Rutgers. What Indiana has done by winning the last two games is they put themselves in a position where if they beat Rutgers, I think they're in the NCAA tournament no matter what they do against Purdue or in the Big Ten tournament. I think that if you go 10 and 10 in the Big Ten, you're in. And given, you know what, Indiana, not great in the preseason, but they did get that win against Notre Dame, and that was important. Uh, Rutgers, and this, uh, the matchup predictor for ESPN, which is just laughably silly, uh, 77% chance that Indiana gets the win against Rutgers. Um, Rutgers, their last three... They've lost, but I, they were at Purdue, at Michigan, and against Wisconsin. They lost to Wisconsin at the uh, at the rack by five, uh, and that was yesterday. This is a team that they lost to DePaul, they lost to Lafayette, they lost to UMass, uh, they lost to Seton Hall. Seton Hall was ranked at that time. They lost to Penn State by seventeen. Then they got it right. Then they started beating teams. They beat. Five, or four ranked teams in a row. Michigan State, Ohio State, Wisconsin and Illinois. Indiana coming up next for them, they're on a three-game losing streak and they're about to play their way off the bubble. It's kind of a in and, and Jason Benetti and Robbie Hummel said this during the game. it's kind of a playing game on Wednesday. The winner of this game between Indiana and Rutgers has really really good chance to go to the tournament. Uh, Rutgers right now is 10 and eight in the big 10. They lose that game. They drop to 10 and nine. Indiana with a win would be 10 and nine. If you go back to that Northwestern game, and I get it, I understand what Mike Woodson was doing. You can't have kids being bailed out after screwing up. And so he didn't bail them out. You broke a rule, and I'm guessing it wasn't the first time they got suspended. I'm still not sure what the rule was that they broke. There was an inference or an implication of uh, curfew violations, but we don't know that that's actually what the hell happened or that that was the only thing that happened. At any rate, he didn't bail them out. I think that's a good thing. And tonight, uh, Hummel and Benetti were talking about the wisdom, or lack thereof, of calling a timeout during that 21-4 run that uh, Minnesota went on. I love not calling a timeout, and I think that that's got to do with becoming an IU fan and watching as Bob Knight was a coach. Bob Knight never bailed a team out. Like, you went out and played, and you figured it out, and if you screwed it up, you screwed it up. I like that kind of coaching. Figure out what's going on, adjust, and move on. You know, it, it doesn't take a genius to figure out how good basketball is played. You play here and you play here and here and you go compete as a unit every single possession. And Indiana kind of stopped doing that. It looked like Indiana maybe was over the hump in doing that. Not so much. So somebody brought up Rob Finnessy. Rob played tonight. But I thought that Rob Rob's one of those guys who can play really, really, really well. Or he can get really flighty. And I thought he got flighty tonight. I thought he he did a nice job. he hit a couple of shots and and got to the got to the tin once knocked it in, and then like a terrible turnover and and a weird shot and like what are you doing? Indiana has gotta understand that despite their own hopes for being great talents who can overcome any level of of psychological and intellectual. Dunderheadedness that they can win games. They got to get past that. This is where they win. They need to win up here. When they play well up here, they got a chance against anybody. When they don't, anybody can beat them. And we saw that tonight. They have got to be, got to be really, really disciplined in the way they play basketball. And I thought that Rob John or uh, Xavier Johnson was really good toward that end tonight, and I love the way, like I said, that he pushed the pace, and hey, you make four or six threes shooting it like that, you know what, sign of the cross, sleep well tonight, get ready for Rutgers on Wednesday, baby, because these two wins have really put Indiana in a position to make this game really, really important, beating Maryland, Maryland's with a big win today over Ohio State, which I think helps. Indiana, right, makes that win against Maryland look better. We know that Maryland sucked, but the committee, are they watching all the games in, like, minute detail? I don't think so. Indiana won by 10 against Maryland in Bloomington. What a win. Look, Maryland came back the, the, the next game, and they beat Ohio State. This must be a pretty good take. It doesn't matter. Shh. Don't tell anybody on the committee that, uh, you know, that game was, was trash, that Maryland was awful. And don't tell anybody on the committee that Minnesota was awful today for 32 minutes before Peyton Willis got hotter than hell. Indiana gets the win. That's the important thing. We ring the bell after... I think I broke the bell. The bell doesn't sound good. bell sounds like it's got the sniffles. Maybe it went out today and, and caught a bit of a cold in the weather, thinking that it was 70 when it was 45, like we all did. I went out like this. Hey, I ran around the neighborhood. Look at it. Hey, it's springtime. It's not springtime. So now I got a runny nose, and I think the bell's got a runny nose too. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Ring the bell. Ring your bell on uh, this portal. And let's go, Hoosiers. Wednesday night just got really, 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 really fun. I like the way Mike Woodson coaches this team. I'm good with Mike Woodson. I'm riding with Mike Woodson. Let's get behind Mike Woodson because, uh, frankly, I and I talked about this last week, I can't do it anymore. I, I can't treat Mike Woodson like I treated Archie Miller or Tom Crean. I just can't do it. I didn't like those guys, right? I, I didn't like them as coaches. As people, I don't know them. But as coaches, I really didn't like Archie Miller. And, and Tom Crean, I, I kind of didn't like too. I don't like that. I got to like the Indiana coach somehow, some way, at least respect him. And I respect Mike Woods, and I think he is the guy to lead this program to the promised land, which today, it's not winning the NCAA tournament. It's just getting your foot in the door. It's getting that invitation in the mail saying, You are a winner. You're going to the NCAA tournament. Have a great time. Here's where you play. Let's hope it's not Boise.